The Big Play Reflog Show is brought to you by ShackNews.com. Shack News is the place to be for all your gaming needs with news, guides, walkthroughs, and reviews. Like this week's featured article, a preview of the next generation of Wii Sports, Nintendo Switch Sports, which comes out on April 29th. And remember, you can use the Shack News Cortex to interact and join in on this conversation and more. So if you're a gamer, Shack News is the site for you. Check them out on Twitter. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at the handle at Check News and at Checknews.com. It's time! Streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio! Presenting the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight podcast of the world! The Big Play! We Welcome to the Big Play Reflog Show. What is going on, everybody? I'm your host, Big Play Dave, alongside Chris McNeil and Gab Cruz. Welcome back. Gab, how are you? It's been a while. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Just in time for baseball. Yes. Right? Funny how that works, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Before we get into baseball. I have to ask, I know your dad was down at the Masters for the experience for the practice round. How did he say it went? It was fantastic. He didn't see a whole lot of Tiger, which is very disappointing. We talked about it last week, how you know Tiger was playing the practice round to see if he could play, and eventually we all know yeah. he played in the tournament. Uh, played fairly well, at least the first couple of days, and then I think he got kind of tired out. But, uh, yeah, he... You know, Dave, he was doing that annoying thing, though, throughout the tournament. I was watching it with him yesterday, and I'd make a remark like, hey, that green, boy, that's really, really fast. He'd say something like, well, you really can't appreciate it, Chris, unless you've been down there and actually seen the green. And he kept doing that like over and over ad nauseum. <laughs> so that's going to be my life from now on. Until I make it down to Augusta, he's going to do the exact same me. thing. That's exactly right. Oh, well, of course. Of course. Oh, good for Mr. McNeil. All right, we've got a great show for you guys. So tonight on the show, we're going to kick it off with Cleveland Headlines, brought to you by TSE Cleveland. Going to go baseball heavy there because um, we've got a great interview coming up. Guardians beat reporter, MLB.com's Mandy Bell joining the show to talk about those Guardians, Stephen Kwan. Gab, what do we what do you, uh, what do we got going on? The Kwan. Your Kwan believable. <laughs> I'll get my head all day. And you have to you have to read the tweet with the hashtag just like that in your head. I did. And then I was like, God, no. Yo, Quan believable. Yeah. There's our new Love show it. drop right there. Make sure you cut up that audio. That's We're going to need that. 
Yes, and then after Mandy, we're getting into Cleveland baseball trivia. Our Indian first one of the year, Dave, Argentina. right? First one, kicking it off. See what you guys know about the Indians' history and the Guardians. Um, and then we're going to wrap it up. Let's let's kick it off with some Cleveland headlines. Cleveland headlines brought to you by TSE Cleveland. Go check them out. Get some signed gear. Not an Austin Cooper gear. We're going to have to update that. <laughs> Go get a Wells Wills jersey. There's plenty out there. Great deals. And look for those show tweets each week for your chance to win some free gear. All right, so we're going baseball heavy, but let's kick it off first with the Cavaliers because it's been a heck of a run for this team. The season is over. We're headed to the play-in games, hopefully headed into the real playoffs. 44 wins. The show goes on Tuesday in Brooklyn. Cavs tweeted that out. We got to beat Brooklyn or face the winner of Atlanta or Charlotte on Friday. Chris, what's your prediction Gut check going into the first game and as we get into Friday. Not great. Jared Allen's still not playing. I was really looking forward to Jared Allen uh, coming back. I think everybody was. And I guess that left hand is still not healed enough that he can play in an NBA game right now. And, boy, we're missing him on the inside. And I think we're going to hit a Nets team that's very motivated right now. And I, what was the spread? We were talking about it earlier, like eight points. Eight and a half. I think, I think Brooklyn's like minus 450 for which for a, I know playing games new, but that's significant. Unless like Garland does something historic. I think we may be in some deep, deep trouble, but um, yeah. I don't know. I, you know, they've, they've overachieved all year. So what the heck, you know, I go in with some, a little bit of optimism here, but not having Jared Allen's going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I think hosting will help. Um, I'd like to see us win We're that game against. We're not, yeah, that? It would help. Yeah, that yeah. is absolutely if, if correct. If we had won a few help. games, then we would have gotten a host, but we don't. Yeah. We're going to Brooklyn now. Yeah, oh, shoot. Okay. Oh, dang. I thought we were the seven, seven and eight, and then nine and 10 and seven hosts. No. So hypothetically, if we were hosting, it would help. Okay, well, if we were hosting, so so we're not hosting. That's news to me, but I would still like us to beat Brooklyn, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I I I just barely looked, but I thought it was seven and eight because I don't quite with the play, and it's seven and eight, and then nine and ten. It's it's confusing. It's um. So we talked about it before the before the show, Dave. We we follow the NBA more than most average fans, and still we're sitting here going, "Okay, what exactly are we doing? What's this plan all about?" For some yeah. reason, because it all right, you guys explain. Isn't it four teams? It two is and four two. Teams. Yep. So we've got Atlanta, Charlotte, Brooklyn, and us. And how did they decide the host? Because I thought it was, like I said, I thought it was seven, eight, and then nine, ten, and the and as a seven we were hosting, yeah, so but we, I don't know yeah, why I thought that. Yeah. So since we lost, like. I don't know, seven of the last 10 games. We dropped to eight. Yeah, we're the eight. So we were, we're tied with the Nets, but they had the tiebreaker over us. Oh, okay. Then that makes sense. For some reason, I still thought we were the seven. Okay. So, yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we do. Uh, that does change it 
in my my mind and for I'm sure all of us. So that's going to be yeah. a little bit of an uphill battle, especially without. And isn't Mobley out too? Is he not ready? No, he's going to play. Okay, good. Well, that's a positive. Yes, because we have. I'm a sorry. Po- I've been I've been all Guardians. Everything. <laughs> you have a little bit of stuff going on nowadays, Chris. I'm with you, man. Like I I think that we're going to have. Remember when Colin Sexton had that game against Brooklyn? Where yeah. he just owned yeah. Big Three, Harden at the time, and it could happen. It could happen, and Garland is, I think, the player who can actually do that now. He, you know, what Sexton used was when he was playing. Um, I think Garland's just as good, if not better. So I'm with you. I think I think we have to have a superstar performance, and I think Karis Levert is kind of the going to be the X factor in this game because you know Kyrie and KD are going to go off. Especially with our defense. Right. So it's going to be tough. I think we'll probably be playing Friday. Good Levert. I hope we get good Levert. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, even with good Levert, I'm not quite sure we have enough firepower to to win this. And I agree. And I agree. That's why we're going to have to have several guys playing well, and then we're going to have to have an individual performance that's just next level from a guy like Garland. Yeah, so we we shall see. Uh, Heck of a season, though. A lot of fun. We should be more optimistic than that. At least we can go bet it, and if we win, we win a bunch of money, so... That well, would be- and I think we would be if if we we had a hundred percent right now. I mean, if we had Jared Allen, I think it's a different story. I, I really do. And you know, the injuries really hurt us down the stretch here. Sure, they, they really did. And and it doesn't take away from this was a fantastic ride. We've talked about it all year long. How it's been fun. Um, and this team is it's a young team. It's great. I'm looking forward to next year and whatever we can get out of this. We're playing with house money right now. That is true. And if we don't make it and we don't make the playoffs, then we get to keep a first round pick. So it's all wins at this point of the season for the the Cavaliers. I mean, let's let's be honest. Let's let's move on to the Browns here real quick. We actually went through, I think, our first full show without talking any Browns last week. Not a ton has happened over the last couple of weeks. Chris, real quickly. Next free agent signing for the Browns. Is there anyone still out there that you want them to add? Well, Clowney, that's the one that everybody's been talking about. It seems like every day people are expecting some news on that front. You haven't seen anything up to this point, and maybe we're maybe we're going to be waiting up, up until the draft um, since we're only a few weeks away now. But uh, I still expect us to get something done there. I, I think every day that he's not signed by someone else, that gives us an opportunity to uh, – to sign him at a, I think a more reasonable, reasonable offer. What about Landry? You think any chance we get him, bring him back here? Sure, but I think he'd be a little bit later too. I, I think he'd he'd naturally be later, because um, I think we can wait on him a little bit. And if he gets signed by somebody else, he gets signed by somebody else. He'd be nice to pick up, but I don't I don't think there's that real push that you say, boy, you, you got to have a guy like that. It's like that that's a nice to have one. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, that's enough Browns. We'll get into that a little bit more when the uh, the draft is here. And Cavs, good luck to you. <laughs> Our fingers are crossed. But it is time to talk some Guardians because they have been on a heck of a run over the last couple of days here. Let us bring in Mandy Bell, MLB.com reporter for our Cleveland Guardians. It is time for our interview of the week. 
All right, today on the Labatt Line, we have Guardians beat reporter, MLB.com, Mandy Bell. Mandy, welcome back to the show. How are you? Thanks. I'm great. How are you guys? We're Mandy! <laughs> hi, Gab. Hey. I haven't I haven't said hi yet, like, virtual slash face-to-face yet. I know. It's been forever. So, hi. Nice to see you. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, but I like how you sing your your entrance. I know when it's when I'm really excited for the guests, it's a sing, aka only if it's Mandy. <laughs> Mandy, we fully expected to go into this talking about you know, is this going to be a long season? Are we going to score one run every game? Um, it's been everything but thanks to Stephen Kwan and company. How, how great has it been just the, the first few games that we've seen this this young guy kind of kick things off? Jeez, uh, loaded question, because that was really, really impressive. It's obviously something that nobody's ever seen before. He's setting so many different records that have never happened in, in Major League history, or at least since we can track things from 1901. So um, it's been pretty impressive. He's already reached base 15 times. He's, uh, I swear, his on-base percentage is nearly 1,000. It's really, really impressive. It's been so much fun. Um, he still hasn't swung and missed at a single pitch. Uh, he's seen 82 pitches. He's taken 26 swings. Uh, his bat-to-ball skills is that was everything that we've heard about coming into the year. Um, and I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Watching him throughout spring training, he never had a strikeout. I didn't really think it would translate like this into actual big league gameplay. So this has been a, a lot of fun to be able to watch him and see how grounded he stayed. That's what I think is most impressive is he's just like, yeah, just another day. It's all fine. But Mandy, was there a point for you where you kind of had a gut feeling like, um, about him really being special because I think it was I was a little late to the game um, with spring training but I was checking box scores and doing some reading and there was a thought in my mind where I was like this could be special did you kind of have that moment before the season or were you kind of a little bit of a late bloomer to it just because baseball is such a game of failure I would go with late bloomer a little bit I mean I think we all knew that he should be on the opening day roster I think we were all trained by thinking of how the Guardians have gone in years past of always sticking to the veteran, always sticking to the guy that, um, quote unquote, deserves the first shot. And so I think that hindered that a little bit for me and really embracing what Stephen Kwan could become because I kept thinking, I know how this goes. They're going to give Bradley Zimmer that first shot, especially because someone like Zach Greinke was on the mound. It's opening day. They didn't want to overwhelm a young guy. So I just kept thinking, this is just what we've seen before. But now, my goodness, they completely steered into the let's just let the kids play skid. And now we get to see exactly what happens whenever you take a chance like that. And they've taken a couple chances before that haven't quite worked out. And they're still working through those now. But my gosh, it worked with Juan. And it didn't take me long into opening day to realize, okay, yeah, this is this could be special. Mandy, what's it like covering a team, you know, at the beginning of the season where you got such a small sample size here of four games, right? And you have two games where we're just anemic offensively, good pitching. And then the second two games where you just see something that's almost historic from an offensive standpoint and hasn't been duplicated in the league yet this year. Uh, what do you make of this team and only that small of a sample size? And what do you see in terms of, of, of what they've done so far that you could see continuing throughout the season? It's tough. I mean, those first two games, it was 
maybe a little bit worrisome to think, oh, goodness, is this going to be every day? Because this is what you sort of expected with this team going into the year was pitching was going to be great. We didn't know much about the bullpen, but we knew that starters, at least once they get fully stretched out since we had a shortened spring, the starters are going to be the regular starters that we see in Cleveland every year where they eat up six, seven innings every night and they pitch really well. Um, and then the lineup, we were like, can they score? And so those first two days, I'm thinking, wow, is this going to be the theme throughout the year? And then they do the 180 and the last two days. So it's hard to really know what their identity is going to be. I think the top three of the order, we know exactly what they're going to be. Miles Straw figures out ways to get on. Um, Quan is Stephen Quan, apparently. And now we're uh, learning exactly what he can be. And it, we know that he's not going to stay this superhuman like creature out there we know that he's going to come back down to earth eventually um but i think what he's shown in this limited sample size of how patient he is at the plate even though right now the game is moving so quickly for him because it is still overwhelming in your first few days in the big leagues the fact that he can stay so patient uh at the plate i think that bodes well for him moving forward he's going to be able to control that strike zone very well and work the count and really be a force at the top of the lineup to be able to get on base. And so I think that will be good. And then obviously Jose Ramirez, an AL MVP candidate for however many times in the last six years. So you have those three. That's a strong three at the top of your order. I think a lot's going to come down to how streaky is Framo Reyes because we've seen him be as streaky as a player can be over the last two years. And then I think Owen Miller could be someone who really breaks out if Bobby Bradley is struggling. If Owen Miller hits the way that he did in the minors last year before he got called up, I think this team could really get exciting. And you touched on the the starting rotation, everybody knowing kind of what we had in terms of pitching uh, for our starters. What, what do you think about the bullpen as we start rolling on? Obviously, this is a little bit of a weird year uh, where you're going to rely on the bullpen a little bit more than than maybe normally uh, early on. And then, um, obviously as the season progresses, we're going to be using them, but, uh, is there something in that bullpen that you're seeing so far and, and what do you expect to see out of our bullpen this season? I think it's been encouraging at least the way that they started so far, um, because spring was so weird and it was so condensed and they're going to be asked to fill in a few more innings than what they usually would at this time of the year, because the starters are only lasting like four or five, five innings max. Um, mm-hmm. And so because of that, they've had to take on a little bit bigger of a workload. And so far, the way they've handled it has been really impressive. And so um, I think that's pretty good. I think Emmanuel Classe will obviously grow into his role a little bit more as he gets settled. Because if you keep thinking about it, it, it seems like a crutch to keep falling back on for every team. But this is only what's supposed to be like week four of spring training. So it's a little bit different. Um, so I think Classe is going to take a little bit of time. Tito was talking about it tonight that he might just need a little bit more time to just keep locating his pitches. But it's something that obviously they're confident that he'll be able to settle in because we saw how dominant he can be uh, out, of, out of the back end of the bullpen for them. So I think that having him and if Karen Cech can come back healthy and be the guy he was before June of last year, um, having those two plus uh, – what Nick Sandlin showing that he can be. I think he's another exciting up-and-coming arm. Um, he really gave us a taste of it last year before he got hurt, and, and I think he's just going to do the same this year. So having those three could be really uh, beneficial for this team. It's also a really young team. It's like the fifth youngest uh, team, MLB team or roster in like the past 20 or 30 years. Is there anything unique to covering a team like this that is so young? 
Um, I think the most unique thing is that you just have no idea what to expect. I mean, there's every year you go into a season, there's expectations there. And although there were some still just because of what we've seen the last few years, um, they are getting younger, even though it seems like there's a handful of these guys like the Bobby Bradleys, Yu Changs, what was Bradley Zimmer, Oscar Mercado, some of these guys that they've tried and tried again over the last few years. It seems like they're running the same people out there, but they really are bringing on a new wave of uh, of talent. And so to see guys like Stephen Kwan get a chance, seeing Ernie Clement and Owen Miller start to settle in a little bit more, um, it's it's fun. I think that that not really knowing what to expect makes it sort of enjoyable and makes it you sort of on the edge of your seat every night, especially with someone like Stephen Kwan when you weren't really expecting this type of a historic start. So I think it's fun. It brings a lot of enthusiasm. And the team sort of has this underdog feeling to it of like, we know that everyone thinks that we're not really contenders anymore. And we sort of like that because that's when we can prove people wrong. And I think it's sort of the same vibe that the Cavs had this year where you have no expectations, yeah. so there's nothing to lose. And I think that that can bring a fun environment as we saw with the Cavs. So, Mandy, since you're a little bit closer and, you know, I haven't gotten to see anything in person yet, but from a gel standpoint, I know you're talking about them being young and kind of like the Cavs. How do you think that, just from your observation so far, has come across? Do you think that because they're all about the same age range, there's a little bit more of this loose, like, relaxed feeling to it or easily easier to bond type deal? I really do. And then I think so many of these guys came up together. And so it's not like they're all starting from scratch trying to meet some, like, everyone in the room. So many of these guys came up through their system together. And so they played together throughout double AA, A, triple A, different things like that. And I really do think that that provides more for the, the team than maybe people from the outside realize. And it seems like in the clubhouse, um, now that we're back in the clubhouses this year, everyone always seems so loose. They're always playing some sort of a game. Um, this weekend, it seemed like, I don't know if it was just because this ballpark has chess, but chess seems to be the go-to. Um, but they're always playing cards. They're always doing something and they're always trash talking each other in like the most fun, jovial type of way. And it doesn't seem like anyone takes anything too seriously. Um, so I really do think that that can help them. And it, you see it whenever they talk about Stephen Kwan, like they are each other's biggest fans. Um, we've seen Ernie Clement start a trend. pick. <laughs> yep. Yep. They started cha changing their profile pictures to Stephen Kwan's face. So um, <laughs> nobody answers a question about Stephen Kwan without a huge smile on their face. So it really does seem like they're all super close friends. That is awesome. Who's the best chess player, do you think, in, in the uh, organization? Oh, it depends on who you ask. I've heard um, <laughs> I've heard a lot of different things. I see uh, Quan was over there a good bit, and he was trash talking some guys. Tristan McKenzie was over there trying to yeah. to prove that he has what it takes. And then there's a couple guys saying, I think it was Nick Sandlin who said the other day he wasn't he didn't want to play again because he didn't want to ruin his undefeated streak. So it seems like those three are the top so far that I've seen. <laughs> oh, I love it. So we're a few days away from opening day here in Cleveland. Uh, Tom Hanks, we had Joe Noga on last week, and I think we talked Tom Hanks for like 20 of the 25 minutes. Uh, <laughs> I, I, do you have any plans on meeting Tom Hanks on Friday? Well, I mean, if it's present the op opportunities presented to me, I'm definitely not going to turn that one down. So if there's some sort of availability, I will find my way there. <laughs> All right, we got the baseball out of the way. Now on to the important question. Mandy, I've, I've had Panda Express twice in my life. 
both the last <laughs> six months. All right. So first time I ordered chow mein with two chickens, orange chicken, mushroom chicken. And I was, uh, you know, I was, I was, I was pretty full, but I went around the next time I got two bowls. It was like $2 more. I went chow mein, orange chicken, and then I went fried rice, Kung Pao chicken. What is the correct order at Panda Express? Because that one, I was way too full. I've never heard the move of two bowls, so that's pretty <laughs> original. Um, I will give you that. I would say yes. the the pro move, if you're trying to get, if the reason was for both sides that you wanted, you go for the plate and you do half and half of rice and, and noodles. Oh, you can do that. Yes, you don't have to wow. order two meals. You don't. <laughs> and then I think my the top order is definitely sweet fire chicken. So <laughs> wait, which one was sweet fire? Sweet fire, yeah. Okay, sweet peanuts. Yep, jot that down. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> He's putting it into the notes right now. Sweet fire. Oh, I chicken. forgot you guys could see that. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy, we, we greatly appreciate the time. You're, you're doing great out there. Where can everyone read all of your great articles and follow you on Twitter? Now we are CLEGuardians.com. So everything goes there. And Twitter, MandyBell02. Instagram, MandyBellMLB. You are the best. Thanks, Mandy. See you yep. soon, girlfriend. Bye, Gab. Bye. Thanks, Mandy. All right. Mandy Bell. Round of applause. We should just end the show. Done. <laughs> so I'm going to go get some sweet fire chicken now, Dave. You sweet and I. Chicken. Yeah, man. Go get some sweet fire chicken. I haven't had that there. So that that's. Yeah. Definitely it was a total movie. fat boy move by me to get two meals, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of told on yourself a little bit. Like, I've never heard I, anybody I... doing that, fatty. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> Oh, All right, let's move on. We It's time to give away some free beer. Let's do it. Let's do it. It is time for Who Wants to Be a Billionaire? You guys know how it works. We are giving away some Labatt Blues. First question, six-pack. If you want to move on, 12-pack. If you want to move on again, 24-pack. And one final question for a case of Labatt Blue Light and a GV Art shirt. This week, we are switching it up from the Cavs on to the Guardians and Indians history. We welcome in Kyler Ludlow. Kyler. What's going on, man? How are you? Uh, doing all right. How are you guys? We're hey, we're we're hanging in there, man. We've got nice. the the Cavs, Browns, and Indians or Guardians all looking pretty good. So we'll take it. Can't get are much you, better than that. Yeah. So how confident are you in Cleveland baseball trivia? I, I typically feel pretty good about it, but uh, I don't know. I, I'm kind of nervous now. I, you're making me <laughs> making me question myself without even asking a question. So. I will right, we'll start off easy. Don't worry. He's got the retro block C hat on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. There you go. There you go. 
That's a collector's right. item now. That's right. A lot on the line. If you get stuck, you can phone a friend. Reflog will give them a call. They have five seconds to answer after we read the okay. question. Question number one, are you ready? Yep, let's do it. Let's hit the epic music. Question one for a six-pack of Labatt. Which legendary Indians pitcher has won the most home openers in Cleveland baseball history? Uh, Bob Filler. He nailed it. Well done. Well done. Without even hesitating there, Dave. I love that. Uh, yeah, he was four and two in home openers from thirty-nine to fifty-two. Uh, Kyler, I, I feel like you have to move on. That was way too confident. You crushed it. Yeah, let's. You know what? Let's do it again. Let's keep going. All right, Gab, <laughs> yeah. Hit him with number two, Gab. Okay, cash for the Labatt twelve pack, of course. Stephen Kwan has had obviously a historic start his rookie season. Who was the last Cleveland baseball player to win AL Rookie of the Year? Sandy Almar Jr. Yes. Good work. Two for two. He's making it look easy here. He is rolling. Kyler, you got a 12 pack, man. You want to move on? Yeah, I'll keep it going. All right. Question number three here, Kyler. For cash for a 24 pack of Labatt. Terry Francona has managed the Guardians since 2013. Excluding interim managers, who was Cleveland's last manager prior to Tito? Uh, Maniacto. That is correct. That is correct. Three for three now for Kyle. And I don't feel like these are like particularly easy. I feel like Kyler's just kind of crushing this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that says about me, but yeah. <laughs> Kyler, you have a case of beer. Would you like to try for a GBR shirt as well? All or yeah, not? Yeah, let's do it. He's going all in. All in, baby. Let's go. Question four. The Guardians host the Giants in Friday's home opener. In 96, the Indians sent Jeff Kent, Julian Tavares, and Jose Vizcaino to San Fran in a trade. Who did we get in return? This one's tough. Yeah, that's – I I was only eight, so. (laughs) I remember Uh, very vividly, too. (laughs) He had a good season for us. Um. Matt Williams. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. <laughs> Did you know that right off the bat? Uh, no. But the good season for us, it was that was what gave it away. So I guess, yeah, I guess I kind of knew it from the beginning. <laughs> I tipped the hand there a little bit. Wow. Tipped the hand a little bit. Matt Williams, dude, you he earned it. it. You earned it. Yeah. Enjoy That's that awesome. case of Labatt Blue Light and the GV Art shirt. Every winner gets to uh, give us their predictions or reactions to what's going on with the uh, the Guardians here. This is our first baseball one, but how do, how do you think they look so far? Uh, I mean, two games that you feel pretty good about, two games that they scored one run in 18 innings. Uh I think it'll be that kind of ride all year long, but you know what? I'm I'm ready for that roller coaster ride. I'm ready to see what some of these guys 
that we haven't seen or guys like Owen Miller that we saw get a cup last year who didn't look great, who now is probably the story of the year if we don't have Stephen Kwan, uh, you know, playing like he is playing. So um, I, I can't wait. It should be. And quite frankly, I'm just looking forward to being able to confidently buy a Jose Ramirez jersey and yeah. <laughs> uh, be able to, you know, not worry about putting it in the drawer with Mike Kluber and Lindor uh, um, and name the player Scherzi, um from her over the years. So that's yeah. I to me, it's just exciting. It's a it's a young team. There's going to be some growing pains, um, but a lot to be excited about. So I'm ready for the roller coaster ride. Hey, Heck Kyler, yeah. how do you think the baseball, the ballpark experience is going to be? I'm you I'm know, still kind of guessing, Emma, but what do you think from a fan standpoint? Gab, with you and Chris Dietrich, my buddy, I I used to work with him down in Florida. I have a blast every time I'm there. Um, it's to me, you know, I went there. I brought my son there for his first game. That was the last time I've been there. It was two years ago. So I'm looking forward. Since then, I've had a daughter, so would love to bring her to her first game and just, I mean. To me, it's always a good time for the longest time. My entire life, uh, until I was 12 years old, my family vacation was three days to Cleveland. And I didn't know that people went to like beaches and mountains <laughs> and these different areas. And ours was, you know, a Friday night game, Saturday at SeaWorld, Sunday afternoon game and home and Aww. happy vacation. So uh, to me, it's always a great time. And I can't wait to see kind of how everything kind of shapes up around the stadium from what they're rumored to be doing. And um, it, even as it is now, it's a blast. So cool. Can't wait. How old is your daughter? She is one. And okay, great. We'll get her that certificate. Months. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We'll have a blast. Joaquin no Noah was listening to that whole Cleveland vacation thing. And right now, just, <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> you have more babies to hug at the stadium. Yes. <laughs> so excited. I'm glad that COVID's kind of like past its crazy part because now I can hold the kids again. <laughs> awesome. Oh, Kyler, congrats again, man. Um, go, go Guardians, and we will uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, thank you. Have a good night, ballpark. See you. All right, Kyler, pretty, pretty good. That, that was, was awesome. Solid. He, he absolutely killed that. That was great. I can't believe he pulled out the last one. <laughs> Matt Williams. Did you know that one, Gab? No. No? No. I only, I only knew it because I saw it. I, I loved Matt Williams, but, but I, then, I not have yeah, known it. It sounded familiar, but yeah, I kind of before my before I got into understanding what was happening with Cleveland baseball. Yeah, Gab. So what's what's going on with uh opening day? Are you gonna be down there? Yeah, I will be down at uh, the home opener and um, hanging with Tom Hanks. Hanging? Well, I will be on field, so I might have to snag a selfie. What? Yes. What's something? What's something clever? Like, should I make a little Wilson sign, or is that too corny? I'm trying to think. Like, is there anything bring I bring a volleyball? Do a Wilson? Do full Wilson? Just bring okay. one onto the field. Gab, do bring have your sign keyboard. That, that would be. What's that? It, bring bring your, bring your keyboard and dance on it, and see if he dances on it with you. <laughs> From <Barry. laughs> Okay, that's an idea. Okay, that's that's two ideas. Any others? We might have to pull Twitter for this. Okay. There you go. Because I'm kind of excited. I think I will have a chance being on field too. Usually, I have. I'm 
right there next to the ceremonial pitch people. So this will be exciting. Look at you yeah. and Tom Hanks hanging out in a week. Yeah. Drew Carey's always really fun too. I like when he comes to the ballpark. I can see that. Both very down to earth, seemingly down to earth people. So just name dropping right and left. Who else? Who else have you you've done this with? The first pitch thing that you can remember. Hmm. Or was that it? Oh, Simone Biles. I got to hold oh, her. Cool. It was awesome. You got to hold her. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a great pic- it's actually a great picture. Oh, that's fantastic. Did you put that one out on Twitter? I'll have to look for that. Yeah, it's somewhere. I Way said back. let's lift up Simone when everyone was dogging her about the Olympics or the Yeah. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I don't know. There's been a lot over the years. It's a fun time being on the field, you know? It's a fun gig yeah. and I'm a little apprehensive uh based, you know, just judging by what people come up to me and say. I'm like hoping I'm hoping the vibes at the ballpark are majority positive i know that everyone's grieving in their own timetable about the the all the changes that have happened but i'm hoping um you know i mean when you're the one to shepherd us through this shepherd us through this get them get them past all that because yeah we're starting to play some good baseball on the field yeah forget about the logo forget about all that stuff right watch some baseball and just take it all that's what i'm saying that's where i feel that it is a delicate dance i think that the best order of business like you said chris is just if we have a good baseball team like if we win games and we steven quant it up it's really hard not to jump on uh you know and and support go full send but uh if we struggle pretty bad plus it's all the change i think people will give in to having a little more reason for their resentment um and hopefully you know i don't know we'll find out i've just been a little apprehensive based on our pre-team meetings i'm like what are we gonna expect (laughs) i think i don't i don't think it'll be too dramatic but presumably the people who have the biggest problem with it aren't going to be at the stadium right that's what i'm thinking Right? That's what I'm. That's what I'm like, they wouldn't yeah. have bought the tickets, right? You know, right. the people who enter the ballpark, they're happy to. Presumably, I would hope happy to be there. So, I'm not going to support this team. I'm just going to buy these tickets and go to the ballpark. And yeah, I'm but you know what? Gab. <laughs> there is a special group of people who are just excited to wear Chief Wahoo, like paint their stomach and just like flash the camera or something. You know. You guys are on full red alert, huh? So that's that's what I'm like. Watch for Wahoo. I'm like, are we going to have all of that, or is it going to be relatively? Wahoo Watch 22. Wahoo Watch. <laughs> well, I think the good thing is people typically in real life are nicer than they are on the internet. So at least uh, we've got that going for us. Some are. Some. Yeah. Yes. Present yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. I like to believe in the goodness of our city and our community. There we That's go. Why we love you, Gab. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right, we got a lot going on this week. So, Cavs playing game, getting a little echo. Um, Guardians home opener. Maybe the Browns will do something. We shall see. But that is all the time we have for tonight. We will see you guys next Monday night, 9 p.m., hopefully for some Cavs playoffs. And Stephen Kwan batting above 700. <laughs> we'll see you next he week. He was above 800 for a minute today. <laughs> see ya. <laughs>